1: very very clear about this i talked about it this morning Um, these are generational decisions of priority this is not same thing someone decided in the parks and rec department last year to not do something and then it looks like this that's not how this works we have to prioritize taking care of the things that we
2: have
3: you know mayor dc reeves last night doing the state of the city address first one um a production of civicon pnj we were covering wa was covering it live carrying it that was great um, very interesting. I was almost exactly right. It was about 80 minutes cause he started a little bit late and then it went until about seven but, uh, you know, took a cu- couple of questions from the audience via moderator, Lisa Savage, who always does a good job. She's the, um, uh, editor in chief of the PNJ. Um, if I got her title wrong, I apologize, Lisa, you know, I don't try, I don't try to, um, she's, she's like primarily the person responsible for the everything <laughs> at the PNJ and she's great. Good friend. Anyway. Um talking about deferred maintenance, talking about parks, talking about, you know, amenities in the city that, you know, Bay Bluffs Park or the, um, uh, the the recreation center that had to be closed down because, um, you know, it's uninhabitable or mold that was left to grow and fester inside of the city council uh, or inside of the um, city hall or, or, or like all, you know, we don't get a PPD van, you know, for SWAT because, well, we don't. And then we don't and then we don't. And then they're showing up in the old plumber's van that a plumber would be embarrassed about. And he says, you know, um, maybe what we ought to do is get them a bearcat. So we're getting them a bearcat, which is the appropriate response because that saves lives. It protects them. And also it um, it shows up on a scene where the SWAT needs to be involved and makes a statement that, you know, the old plumber's van just doesn't really make. So it actually keeps people, as he said last night, from making more stupid decisions.
1: So um – so, what, when you really research it, what you realize is when you come show up in something like this, there's mess, there is a l- lower likelihood of stupid decisions <laughs> being made by the person that's inside the building. Right,
3: deterrence is always better than you know out, out physicaling somebody else. So back to deferred maintenance. The the thing that he said, and I really, this is my one my one overarching comment about the D.C. Reeves mayorship over the last year, is my God, it's great to see an adult doing a job. And I don't mean that as a criticism of all former mayors or even recent former mayors or anybody else as an elected official. I just mean it's so obviously an adult doing a job. I don't agree with the mayor about every decision he makes, but I agree wholeheartedly with his basic approach is there's kind of there's there's a couple of parts to it. Part number one is I can't fix what's going on if I don't know what's going on. so I'm going to study it and get data and find out what's actually happening. Then we're going to ask the adult questions about things like, for example, are we paying our staff enough? No. If we're in the 20th percentile, the answer is no. We got to work on that next year. You know, are we, Do we have enough money to afford the things that we've already got? Or have we acquired too many liabilities in terms of things that cost us money all the time to fix and maintain that are then becoming unsafe because we don't maintain them and fix them? Um, and what do we do about that? Well, we got to do better about not cutting the ribbon on brand-new facilities we can't afford, and maybe we're going to have to close or do something different with some of the facilities we have until we can get them to be safe, which is not a problem unique to Pensacola. You know, everybody, every politician everywhere gets excited to cut the ribbon on a thing. You know, oh, look at the new library in Belleville. Okay, Bellevue, sorry. how How much per month is it going to cost us to maintain it and then to repair it? Uh, that's the question, right? Look at the new um, the the new uh, changing area, the, the building up at um, the Ashton Brosnahan Park. Great, wonderful. How much is it going to cost us to maintain that? You know, we paved a bunch of roads. Great. How much will it cost to maintain them? Uh, you know, like every single budget item, every single thing that you do should come with a cost now and cost every year. And, by the way, the cost every year should probably include a cost to replace Bob Sykes Bridge. What's going to be the cost to replace it? How are we funding that now instead of hoping and praying that later we can find the funding out of some grant somewhere? You know, like that kind of approach. So I very much appreciate that that is his approach because, as he says... In many of these topics, whether it be these, whether maintenance,
1: uh, whether it be recycling, whether it be parking and others, is I try to remind everybody the easiest thing for me to do is nothing. So if... If my intentions lies to try to come up with what we think is the best solution, because the easiest one, that's not the easiest is not the best. The easiest is nothing. The best is to uh, come face these head on and try to put our city in a better place tomorrow or next year than we were
3: this year. Kick the can. That's what everybody does. Why? Because it's easier because if voters don't demand accountability for it and voters don't demand you make adult decisions, then those same voters will often punish you for making those adult decisions because immaturity in the voters is one of the reasons that we have the problems we have nobody's holding anybody accountable to do the right thing all the time so again I, I don't i don't always agree with the mayor but i agree with this approach and you know the fact that he's willing to talk about it he's willing to address it and and also i'll tell you the other thing that and if i sound like a raving fan i'll tell you after a year i kind of am honestly you you hear me disagree with the mayor all the time that's not the point my general point is um after a year, I've just, I mean, I'm i am impressed. Frankly, I'm impressed because a lot of people say they're going to do good, and then what do you see? So the other thing about him that I didn't even know going in was, because I, I say this because I know there's a lot of people that had the view like, well, D.C. was the chosen one. D.C. was the picked candidate. D.C. was the, you know, he's got the family connections and Studer and everything else, and, you know, it, yeah, maybe, but maybe there's also a reason for it. And maybe we wound up getting what we were kind of hoping we would get out of this. Because the other part of this to me that like maybe the most adult decision-esque kind of thing that he does is, um, you know, I didn't cause that problem. I'm not really responsible for that problem, but I think I can help work on that problem. He's doing that again and again and again, and it he could very easily say, well, that's not my business. But instead he's saying, you know what, that affects my city. I have some power. Let's see if we can't work on it. just Anyway, kudos to him for that. And there's all kinds of other things that came out of this meeting last night. But uh, my takeaway is he's done a lot. He's got all the right attitude on how to do things. And he's got a pretty big agenda for next year. I'll tell you about that in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
4: Well, the on-ramp to I-10 eastbound at Pine Forest is going to be congested this morning from an earlier collision. Also, where Highway 29 merges onto I-10, there's an accident there as well. The front gate at NES Pensacola is backed up all the way to Gulf Beach Highway. Um, Otherwise, 9 Mile not showing any issues. Mobile Highway is clear through Beulah and Pensacola. Uh, Fairfield not showing any problems. Also uh, clear from 12th Avenue through to uh, Palafox and W Street. Uh, Also looking down at 98, uh, Gulf Breeze, Navarre, Windhaven, all checking in clear this morning. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437 1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
3: Thanks so much. Oh, somebody texted and said, 437 1620. Somebody said, What is the Bob Sykes Bridge? Uh, it's a toll bridge to the beach. Okay, that's a toll bridge to the beach where, you know, it, we were supposed to have a toll to pay off the bridge and then they paid off the bridge and they paid off the bond that they bonded against the bridge and now we're like you know well, when that comes that's not done yet by the way um, you know and then after that what well uh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about You've got to have adults that are willing to make these decisions and ask the cost of things ongoing. Anyway, so a lot has been done in the first year. He went through the whole list last night. It's pretty impressive. What I thought is amazing is, oh, hey, by the way, that was just Act 1. Here's Act 2.
1: I've just got one last slide here. These are going to be our big focuses on, in year 2. Uh, a lot of these we've talked about. Recycling solution, uh, red light cameras, homeless reduction and low-barrier shelter, uh, parking reform, citywide pay reform, increased training and development opportunities for our staff to invest in the people who work here, Bay Bluffs Park, airport terminal construction, the future of Baptist and Sun Trail funding. So are we busy enough? I, I think I don't know. I, I might <laughs> Is be that getting all? dirty looks for my department directors back there. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I got to shorten this list up a little bit. I mean,
3: you know, you do so much in two years, you don't even have to work the last two years, right? I mean, look, I I don't know where this is all going. He could make catastrophically bad decisions in the near future. Who knows? I'm just saying that as of today, it's a, you know, the report card says A for the first year. I mean, clearly it says A. And again, not because I agree with him all the time, but just because, and you shouldn't have, that shouldn't have to be a precondition, right? If you have to agree with somebody to, to say they're doing a good job, I mean, that's a weird thing to say anyway. So we'll talk to him coming up at 7.35, uh, was 7.40, something like that, this morning, about 20 minutes. We'll talk more about that. But, you know, they're going to work on panhandling. You know, they're going to work on maintenance. They're going to work on and, – and and just kind of that across-the-board approach, all right, about how to do these things. And even things like, you know, well, let's be serious about it and let's look at alternatives. You know, what are our options? And let's not start something we can't finish. Somebody texted and said, uh, yeah, you know, don't celebrate eating steak on Monday if it means you can't even afford hamburger on Thursday. I- exactly. You know, exactly. 720 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, you know, we, we I talk a lot about this, and it's really important. It's just if you're thinking about doing repairs around the house, you're thinking about, you know, you got a honey-do list, you got to remodel, you got to rebuild, you got to, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, you know what the thing is, I don't know. Um, or maybe you build things for a living, that happens too, and that may not be you. I'm a, I'm a one on this scale, but you might be a 10, okay? And if you're a 10, go to Pensacola Hardware. Find out what they can do specifically for you in your industry. Because, you know, common things. You need something, so you send a guy with a credit card over to the place to get it, and then they have to order it, and they get it to you in a day. Um, Okay. Or you could shop at a place where they already have it in stock, because Pensacola Hardware will. If they don't have it, you don't need it. They know what you're going to need, and they've got it in stock. Um, You don't need to send a guy with a credit card. They'll put it on a monthly bill. You don't need to send a guy. They'll send it to the job site. Like, it's little things like that that save you time and money and make your job easier if you. They have been helping people build things for 172 years since 1851, before the Civil War. Okay, so they know. And then if you're just like me, the guy who's doing a home repair, they can do that too, and they can give you advice, which is across the board a great resource to have because they are genuinely the pros in this area. Pensacola Hardware, right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street.
2: We interrupt the Strength for Life program schedule to remind you that it's football season. If you're a teen guy in the Pensacola area, Northstone Baptist Church's teen program invites you to participate in a guys-only flag football tournament we will be hosting this Saturday, November 18th. Bring some of the boys and join us for a six-on-six flag football competition on our 11 acres of property and then food on the grill after the tournament is over. The games begin at 2.30 p.m. and the event will end at 5.30 p.m. The tournament is open to all young men from 7th to 12th grade. You can find Northstone Baptist Church in Northwest Pensacola, just west of the intersection of Pine Forest and Nine Mile. So look us up and join us for an afternoon of competition this Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30 at Northstone. For more information about the church, visit northstonebaptist.org. To learn more about our weekly Strength for Life programs, videos, and other media, visit strengthforlife.church or our YouTube channel, Strength for Life Pensacola.
5: There's nothing worse than being charged to spend your own money. That's why, at Penair Credit Union, our fee free checking account has surcharge free ATMs available from Pensacola to Pencil, wherever. So, wherever you go, you can bet there's a surcharge free ATM waiting for you. Because, hey, we don't like fees any more than you do. So, our checking has no monthly fees, no balance requirements, and thousands of surcharge free ATMs nationwide. Penair checking, it just fits better. Make the switch at penair.org/slash checking, federally insured by NCUA.
3: As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. From managing staff, growing your business,
1: training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help. From running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy.
3: To go watch FSU. Take on North Alabama this weekend. If you'd like to go to the dope and watch a game, two tickets right now. Caller number four four three seven sixteen twenty.
6: The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of the community. And is always focusing on the importance of public health awareness and preparedness. For more information on resources to improve the health of your community, contact your local Escambia County Health Department online at escambiahealth.com or follow Escambia Health Department on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Healthy Escambia. News Radio
0: Pensacola. He's on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. How are you? No one of consequence? I must. Get used to
7: disappointment.
1: This is the list of grant funds, so just understand, so this, they've, they have uh, produced $72 million of grants in eight months. Um, wow. Understand, that $72 million, that is something that has started, has been completed, and has been awarded since the grants office has been put in place. That is not inheriting something that was at the end or the first week that they got in. This is front to back, soup to nuts, $72 million in eight months.
3: That is unbelievable. Even I didn't realize it had been so much in the last year under Mayor uh, DC Reeves. And I'll tell you one other thing. You know, I was talking about things I like about Mayor Reeves. I like the fact that he he will try to avoid blaming other people for a problem, like former mayors, and he will try to avoid taking credit. For things that he doesn't really deserve, he knew he inherited the skate park, and so he said that again. And he included Ashton and Grover and Lumen and all these people up on the stage with him. And uh, you know, when he he'll do the thing you're supposed to do: give away credit as much as you can, blame in private. You know, just I don't know. It's it's, it's really refreshing to see. 7:26 on News Radio 92.3, informative local dependable uh i know um uh, jake is in the middle of helping get the information on one of these winners so we'll we'll get to traffic on the fives here in just a second thank you jake I yes know i'm a here
4: i'm here um the on-ramp to i-10 eastbound from pine forest it's going to be congested this morning crews are on the scene from an accident earlier also, where Highway 29 meets uh, I 10, there's an accident there as well. And Cantonment Highway 29, the light at the raceway is backing up there uh, if you're headed uh, southbound. Front gate at NES Pensacola is backed up to Gulf Beach Highway. Otherwise, 98 and Gulf Breeze Navarre, Winhaven looking good. Fairfield not showing any problems. Nine miles looking good. If you have traffic info to report this morning, text 437 1620. And congratulations to Rebecca, who is taking home our, our tickets for the FSU game.
3: Outstanding. Very good. Enjoy the game and uh, you know I'll say it even as an auburn fan go Knowles it's fun to see a team that struggled for a long time uh, and once was great and is now apparently great again that's fantastic hey if you um you may notice and especially coming up to the holidays okay one of the things that happens around the holidays particularly is you get together with friends and family and you notice things about your family your older members of your family that maybe you don't normally notice and maybe it's your parents maybe it's an aunt or an uncle I mean it could be anybody and you know what you want to do typically is you kind of want to ignore it You know, they're going through changes, they're getting older, they might be forgetful, they might not be able to do things as much anymore. And you tend to want to, like, just not pay attention to that and talk yourself out of having what you, you know, seeing what you actually saw. You know, instead, be part of the solution, which means talking with them and maybe thinking with them about whether assisted living is the right next choice for them where they can maximize their independence, but get help with all the things that they struggle with. Okay, like I said, it's very common to see around the holidays, just kind of pay attention, right, because you want to do what's best for your loved ones. If that is the right stage of life for them or you're not sure whether it is, call John Horton at Assisted Living Locators. He helps people make these choices, helps them figure out what the right choices are and really helps them figure out which of the right 30 plus different local options are the right one for your loved one. And that's a hard thing for anybody to figure out. No charge at all. Call them today, 712-0887. John Horton at assistedlivinglocators.com. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David?
8: A verdict is possible today in the San Francisco attack on uh, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. Jury deliberations will begin after both sides give their closing arguments. They are still dealing with that big traffic nightmare in L.A. Looks like I-10 in Los Angeles might be reopened, though, in about three weeks. It's been closed since that big pallet fire earlier this week. Investigators say arson is to blame. The fire burned about 100 columns underneath an overpass. And uh, unionized Starbucks baristas are planning a big strike this week, Andrew. Thousands of Starbucks baristas across the nation hitting the picket lines. For uh, the company's Red Cup Day, that's a popular promotional event when they give out holiday-themed reusable cups. Now, I had to look to see where the unionized Starbucks are, and there's a lot more, actually, than I thought. All right. uh, there's none in the, in the Florida Panhandle, but there's a lot through Central and South Florida and also in New Orleans.
3: All right. Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. Four three seven sixteen twenty. 20. I've got a uh, quick note in here on our text line that the Navy's clear south of Brancas, So uh, I don't know if you were reporting that, Jake, but uh, just a quick update on that. Yeah, good, good. Meanwhile, I 10 is uh, not a good place to be nope. this morning. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that going eastbound. Um, I, I don't know how much to make of this. So I want to be cautious about drawing an A to B kind of conclusion. But I'll tell you the headline is that the, um, uh, the Miss Universe company, the company that's behind Miss Universe, is now filing for bankruptcy just one year after uh, declaring that they're going to have transgender contestants, which apparently there are two in this year's competition. Uh, So as the Miss Universe organization told CNN back in October, trans women are women, comma, full stop. We're here to celebrate women, full stop. It's always a weird thing to say, but they did. This has been true for more than a decade, and we're proud to have made this change very early on compared to other programs. So is it an A to B comparison? Is it a go go broke kind of thing? I don't know, but it is a news note uh, of interest. And, you know, I think there's an awful lot of people who might otherwise be interested in the Miss University pageant who, knowing that about it, might say, uh, maybe pass. I'm
1: Gianna Gelosi.
3: After surrounding it for days, Israeli troops have entered Gaza's largest medical facility, the Al Shifa Hospital. A senior medical official in Gaza reports Israeli tanks entered the compound and soldiers, in his words, stormed the buildings.
5: Fox's Jonathan Savage,
3: Hamas, calling the raid a war crime. IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari says. Israel
0: is at war with Hamas, not with the civilians in Gaza.
5: Claiming they facilitated evacuations of the hospital. The government shutdown has been avoided for the time being. Democrats saving House Speaker Mike Johnson's short-term
3: plan. Congressman Tim Emmer on Fox.
7: The Democrats decided at the last minute they were going to support it. And when that happened, you saw Republicans jumping off.
3: The Senate could take up that bill today. President Biden has a midday sit down in San Francisco with President Xi Jinping of China looking to smooth out relations between our two countries. America's listening to Fox News.
8: Good morning, 731 at News Radio ninety-two-three right now, 56 degrees in Pensacola. It's mostly cloudy and a bit of a soggy morning here in uh, pensacola today a confrontational arrest by ppd officers over the weekend is leading to some debate on social media today
9: why are you punching her in the head back up, back back up! up! i'm not even doing nothing y'all punch hitting me y'all hitting me for no reason i didn't even do nothing i'm trying to understand why y'all kicking me for no reason stop. i didn't even touch you stop
8: now, that was all captured on cell phone video. This is while 29-year-old Keandra Howard was being arrested. During a traffic stop, PPD officers say they discovered she had active warrants for larceny and probation violation. She also now faces charges of resisting arrest and battery on an officer. The officers have drawn some criticism on social media for the arrest. However, PPD spokesman Mike Wood had this to say about it.
4: They asked her to exit the vehicle. Once she did, she attempted to get away. The officer grabbed her and took her to the ground. And once that happened, um, she gouged the officer's eye, his right eye, um, and would not let go.
8: And Wood says the officer now has vision problems and is on limited duty. The incident was recorded on officers' body cameras. Currently, that is all under review by the Pensacola Police Department. The city of Pensacola says about 1,600 residents took part in their annual satisfaction survey. Over 60% of those residents say they feel the city is moving in a good direction and across the board, residents said they felt the city's top priorities should be homelessness, decreasing crime, and affordable housing.
1: I don't care if it's a red state or a blue state or east or west. I think um, those three issues, which really I mean recruitment and retention of police officers, but those three issues and fentanyl are the, are, there, that is every mayor in this country is one, two, three, and four in some way.
8: Mayor D.C. Reeves says that access to the waterfront also topped the list of why the people love the city and uh, residents want to see additional recreational access to the water here in Pensacola. Uh, well, as County shot spotter sensors have been activated, and that's almost a month ahead of schedule.
4: It's working. It's it's probably the best way to kind of test it to see yeah. if it, it does work. Um, I again, as I, I talked to some of our deputies yesterday, they're like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty quick. It can kind of tell you the address where the where the ad, where the, um, the shot is coming from, how many shots. It can even typically tell you the direction of
2: the projectile.
8: Scambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons says the county's installed their three miles of uh, shot spotter sensors, and they've been notified, he said, of a few gunshots already, although he said they appeared to have either been target target practice or celebratory gunfires. They didn't find any victims. Uh, The system is able to detect gunshots immediately. It notifies dispatchers and law enforcement.
4: So people still celebrate by taking a gun and just firing it in the air?
8: I I don't know I don't but maybe some people do. <laughs> Governor Ron DeSantis planning to ask state lawmakers to give him more money to use in an emergency budget. Director Chris Spencer said yesterday that uh, Governor DeSantis is requesting a billion dollars for the emergency preparedness and response fund. Uh, that fund created last year's already spent over two and a half billion dollars. All right, it's seven thirty-five at News Radio. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, it's a little
4: messy out there. It's uh, it's wet, uh, rainy, and, and windy. Um, we've got some problems on I-10. Let's uh, let's get over to my notes here. I-10 uh, eastbound from Pine Forest. So if you're on Pine Forest trying to get onto I-10 eastbound, it's going to be congested. Also, I-10 eastbound passing Pine Forest, if you're on I-10, is going to be congested as well from an earlier collision. Uh, also, where Highway 29 merges onto I-10, uh, there's an accident there as well. Uh, In Cantonment, Highway 29, the light at that raceway is backing up a little bit. Also uh, at Avalon Boulevard, 98 westbound, uh, we have our you know morning traffic there from that light. Also 98 eastbound to Windhaven, uh, the light at that McDonald's there at Parish Boulevard is starting to really back up. Burgess and Palafox, that light right there is blinking. Uh, West Florida High School is uh, starting their classes soon, so please use caution. Uh, Burgess and Palafox, that traffic light is not working, it's blinking. If you have traffic info to report, thank you for all your tips this morning, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We do have a high chance of rain throughout the entire day today with a few heavier showers mixed in. High today near 64 degrees, overnight tonight near 61 degrees. For our Thursday, there is a chance of rain through the morning hours, 40% chance of rain on the day. Rain showers start to end as we go later into your Thursday with a high near 70 degrees. Thursday night temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
8: And looks like the rain has started again. It is uh, 56 right now in Pensacola, 57 in Gulf Breeze, and 55 in Milton. Your next news at eight o'clock. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio
5: 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your money now. Long past its painful peak, inflation may be heading steadily back toward its pre-pandemic levels without the need for further interest rate hikes by the Fed. Such a scenario became more likely, if hardly guaranteed, after yesterday's surprisingly tame report on consumer prices for October. Overall, inflation didn't rise from September to October, the first time consumer prices collectively haven't budged from one month to another in more than a year. Compared with a year ago, prices rose 3.2 percent, the smallest such rise since June. YouTube is rolling out new rules for ai content including a requirement that creators reveal whether they've used generative artificial intelligence to make realistic looking videos youtube said creators that don't disclose whether they've used ai tools to make altered or synthetic videos face penalties including having their content removed or suspension from the platform's revenue sharing program on wall street futures pointing to a higher open this morning that's your money now
7: the Volkswagen signed-in drive event returns to Beatmore Imports, and that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 VW Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Feedmore Imports today. And as the year comes to a close, enjoy even more savings when you purchase the 2023 Jetta SE now from 26,536. The 2023 Taos from 25,281 are the 2023 Tiguan S, now on sale from 28546 So whether you sign and drive a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan House, or enjoy end-of-year savings on select 2023 models, Peakmore has the VW for you to drive home today. Peakmore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Tax, title, license options, and dealer fee. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen credit, Zero first a first month payment up to $900. Operators January 2nd, 2024, see dealer for details.
0: What is News Radio 923? News, News and, information and information for Pensacola. Pensacola. The Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay 5 till 9. The Pensacola Expert Panel or Pep Talk from 9 to 11. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins 11 until 2. Guy Benson from 2 to 4. Pensacola Right Now from 4 to 7. Dave Ramsey from 7 to 10. WEAR TV at 10 and Brian Kilmead overnight at 11 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable
2: big black book, when I need a to find, that's where
0: I
1: many of these topics, whether it be these, whether maintenance. Uh, whether it be recycling, whether it be parking and others, is I try to remind everybody the easiest thing for me to do is nothing.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, I've been talking this morning and I know it probably sounds uh, like, you know, you're not used to a news guy being so positive on a politician. But I got to tell you, I just, you know, looking back over the year and thinking about what's been done by Mayor D.C. Reeves and um, just sort of the all of it. You know, the adult approach to these problems, the adult approach to, you know, blame and praise, uh, taking responsibility for things that aren't really his responsibility, but maybe he can make an effect, which means it is kind of his responsibility. It's sort of the, um, you know, sins of omission versus sins of of commission kind of concept is, you know, doing nothing is an easy alternative, but that can be a sin of omission when you could have done something that would have been helpful, even if it's not your job, like – Putting all of that together, um, I have been tremendously impressed by uh, the first year, and it's just the first year, but still of uh, Mayor DC Reeves. He joins us now by phone. Mayor Reeves, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir.
1: Thank you, Andrew. Very kind of you, say And, and <clears throat> it's been a great year. You know, I've uh, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, some some parts more than others, of course, like anybody in this position. Sure, uh, but. Uh, But, uh, you know, I I said at the beginning, uh, really, you know, for knocking 2,500 doors and campaigning for 12 months, um, you know, I've really said uh, that, you know, you may agree with me and you may not agree with me, but I'm going to give you everything I got um, and that I'm not doing this because I need something else to do. Uh, I'm doing this because I love this place, you know, And, and so. Uh, this year has been been really rewarding, and I've been really grateful for this experience. For that,
3: I want to ask you. It's it's not the normal kind of question that I ask, but it's it's on my mind this morning, particularly as I think more about your first year in the office and the city, the state of the city address last night. Um, as I've said a couple of times and just now this morning, um, there's a variety of things about the way you approach this job which are just you know refreshingly adult. Okay, uh, compared to all leadership, a lot of leadership that I see. And so it kind of makes me wonder, like, where did you learn that? I mean, is it working with Quint? Is it, you know, having a business? Was it your mom and your dad? Do you, I mean, what gave you that backdrop to approach this job the way you have and to be willing to do the things that are, you know, not the easy, not the obvious, or not even your job kind of stuff that you are still taking on? Yeah,
1: you know, I I remind people from – from journalism to working for Quint for having your own business and then mayor. When I explain that to people, you know, when they ask, you know, did I major in political science or whatever, you know, before I became the mayor, did I run for another office? And what I always tell them is it's just, it's it's amazing how life works and that all of those different experiences, I would have never known it until I was in this job, uh, have played a role. And, you know, I joke with you all the time. You know, having a journalistic background makes you want to be very, very objective about the, the things of what's the most fair, what's the most right thing to do, what's the most transparent thing to do. You know, so you could go through all these different steps as a small business owner and having 40 employees that are counting on you uh, that need a paycheck during COVID uh, and, you know, trying to do the right thing. And so um, I would, you know, I didn't, life was not planned this way, but uh, it's worked out really well. And I've had a lot of experiences over the years uh, that have that have it turned out to be so beneficial to me uh being in this role and i and really couldn't imagine doing it without them so um so yeah i, I think i just you know try to treat things as pragmatic and ob- objective as possible and you know i think if i were to to make a mistake along the way sometimes i could if anything it could be too much that way you know that that uh too much head and not enough heart uh mm-hmm. in terms of of a, a decision um but but, uh, you know, that's just kind of how I'm wired. And, and you know, again, it's been been a great year and a great
3: experience and, so far. And, and I'll tell you in advance, uh, I don't know if you've stopped to think about this or if anybody's reminded you, but, uh, you know, you're still pretty young. You're still going to make some pretty big mistakes. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> right. look, um, that's part of it, too. I mean, just kind of know it in advance. You know, sometimes you you do so yep. well for a while, you forget the, the, the fact that you're still going to screw some things up. And, you know, that's just that's just part of the reality, too. Um, I want to talk just a little bit about the airport because, this is another one of these cases where, you know, clearly and look you have been so good at not laying blame and not calling names and not you know I mean it's but the data is really clear that um the project of modernizing the airport and getting a new terminal and adding parking and all this, though a lot has been done prior to you, man, we're way behind on getting this done.
1: Yeah, I mean, and 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 I would say uh you know the the ramp up uh, when you look at the The uh, line graph of the um, trajectory—it you know—it's a ramp up for sure, uh, very very aggressively in the last five six years. That being said, uh, when you look at the different assets of our airport being at capacity at 1.2 million baggage claim, 1.3 million, the seating areas for our for our airport were at capacity at 1.5 million, and as I said last night, we're going to hit 2.7 this year uh that that's a that's a real uh issue and why it is our number one legislative priority and, and i've shared that with our delegation is that if we are going to continue to stay ahead of our, our regional competitors and if we're going to continue to to see vibrancy in this city we've got to face these things and we got to do it now uh yesterday and so um so that's why it's our number one focus and you know a 70 million dollar lift is not going to be uh easy necessarily uh but but you know we're we're still at a best case scenario is you know a, a couple years away uh from having you know a new new construction there so um you know we got to get on it and, and certainly our airport staff is and and we are and we're very much in lockstep in our aggressiveness to get this done
3: and and i mean to to put the point on the claim you know you made the joke about how we're not bursting at the seams we don't know we have no idea what happened to the seams we're that far away from that kind of a status but but that the airport could have already had it's biggest best year and we haven't even hit thanksgiving yet like that's an amazing number uh we'll come Correct. back to we'll come back Correct. to mayor dc reason just a second let's get jake in here with traffic on the 5s
4: uh, okay uh it's it's a mess out there this morning pack your patience uh, anywhere around town Starting with the on-ramp to I-10 eastbound from Pine Forest, it's going to be congested there this morning. Uh, Also, the nine-mile workaround, if you try to get around it, it's also going to be slow. Uh, Where Highway 29 merges onto I-10, there's an accident there. Uh, Cantonment, Highway 29, if you're headed towards the uh, raceway there, that light is backed up. Highway 90 in Milton, there's a new head-on collision there that just happened uh, in front of the McDonald's near the Walmart. Uh, One lane slowly going through there in that area. Responders are arriving on the scene right now. 98 westbound at Avalon, it's starting to back up at that light. 98 eastbound in Winhaven, the light at that McDonald's at Parish Boulevard, that's starting to back things up for a couple miles. Also, the light at Burgess and Palafox is blinking. It's not working right this moment, so West Florida High School is starting to uh, to get going there and so just please use caution in that area and also a backup uh, very long on nine mile uh, trying to get to I-10 like I said if you have any traffic info to report text 437-1620 news radio 92-3 informative local dependable
3: thanks so much Jake back to Mayor D.C. Reeves uh, Mr. Mayor I did want to ask you one thing and I'll probably f- focus on this maybe a little bit more tomorrow with the Pensacola Police Department when I talk to Mike Wood um, but Spotter has rolled out for the Sheriff's Office they have it in place now for a week PPD is not the the expected uh, uh, rollout date is in December, so it's still several weeks away, maybe at best. Why did it take the city longer than the county?
1: Uh, Specifics, yeah, I I would defer to the police department. All I know is my involvement in it uh, so far is uh, we did have a little delay with uh, we were we were going to put some of the instruments, um, you know, and and you could one could presume that in you know in a more urban environment trying to find the correct locations uh, that you can attach something to uh, and hardware too. you know, I, I, I don't know if that's been the cause, but I could say that we, I know uh, I was involved in part of a little bit of a delay working with FPL and some of our utilities and others to try to find those. So, um, uh, you know, again, I defer to them, but I believe the, the date the December 5th date is what sticks in my head of what the goal is at this point. Um, so, you know, I've been saying early to mid December just to be safe, but, Um, So, we could see it as soon as uh, three weeks or
3: so. Okay. All right. Well, you know, obviously, you know, anything is going to be better than nothing. I was just kind of surprised that ECSO got it implemented so quickly. And I was curious if there was a reason why. Uh, one of the things, you know, you said it was surprising to you in the survey that people want more water access amenities and more outdoor recreation amenities. I can just speak for, for us, you know, we bought paddle boards and now we're always trying to find the place to get into the water and we've used the bail slip. We probably shouldn't, but you know, it was a little bit of a drop down to get that <laughs> moderately safe for us to do. But, um, you know, we've found out that, you know, there's not quite as many points as we wanted. Was it surprising to you that that was something that people asked for over everything else?
1: Yeah, not so much that they asked for, but really it, in the amount, I mean, the volume of, of asking for it. You know, I think that the, it was the number one amenity that, of why people like to live in Pensacola was like 42%. I, would, I wouldn't I would have predicted that, that high of a number. Um, but as I said, the great news is between the Sun Trail on Bayfront Parkway, Bruce Beach, which don't forget the only sand, the actual where you can put toes in sand in the entirety of the of downtown uh, on the waterfront is is at Bruce Beach. Right. It's all hardscape. Everything else is seawall. So, um, so you know, when you start to think about activating the waterfront, not only for human interaction, but things like American Magic for for watching sailboats and all of that, it's it, it's good news that that's what the city wants because I think the city has a lot of that coming. So um, you know, it works out really well. So I, I, I'm pleased that that has been their answer. Uh, I think that's that's uh, that's great, and and I 100% agree. I think it's great progress for our city too.
3: I have a kind of a philosophical question for you. This is sort of the big picture on this deferred maintenance issue what's going to be your way of solving that problem? Because once you come to the full reckoning of, okay, this is what we've got, this is what each item is going to cost for us to maintain, and this is what it's going to cost to repair, and then you're looking at the whole scheme of, man, we are so far in it. We are running deficit spending, not by our actual spending, but by what we should be spending comparison. How are you going to approach that problem it, it, it certainly can't be a, Hey, we're just going to raise taxes to cover the difference. And it can't be, we're just not going to st- We're not going to do it. How do you get from the here to there?
1: Yeah. You know, you, you got to diagnose before you treat. I know that. And I, I think what, what the challenge in front of us and in front of Ben Highstein, our new uh, parks and rec director is let's for the first time, get a real assessment of where we are. Right. What, what is that number? You know, other cities have done that. They've figured out what that number is. Um, And then you prioritize from there because uh, while we've done a great job and we've made strides and things that certainly needed to be done, our issue has become that we're, we're really, it's a little bit of whack-a-mole, right? And we're, we're, we're we're, we're taking them as they come, right? It's all right. Who's the loudest complainer. Who's the
3: loudest complainer right now? Right. Absolutely. Correct. Correct. And so uh, that doesn't
1: mean that we haven't made good decisions so far. They've, They've been very obvious decisions so far, but as we start to get more intentional we're going to get more nuance of what needs help sooner and imagine if we had preventative maintenance in place five six seven eight years ago would we be talking about the same things you right. know and so yeah. so it's not just what needs to be knocked down it's also what needs to be maintained now so it, we get 20 more years out of it and so right. um that's what we, we we need an all an all-encompassing assessment of everything we own what is the cost right now of deferred maintenance and then what is a priority list moving forward? And that's what I think
3: we really need. Okay. And and as you say, those leverage points where, you know, spending 100 now is going to save us 5,000 later, and that's a good 100 to spend because that's, you know, that's that's the right kind of investment to make. Uh, we always like to we always like to end with a lightning round, quick, frivolous questions, uh, however you want to categorize it. Uh, first one, how many books are in the Reeves household? Rough estimate. Uh, um, ooh, I
1: would say probably uh, a couple. Maybe two hundred. Okay, uh, we have a big bookcase. Now that doesn't mean I have time to read them. I, but do we <laughs> I possess them. Yes, understand? We do. Trust me. And I understand. Caroline has read nine year old has read more books. I think in the last year than I have maybe in my life. So I totally He's bringing understand. a lot more to the table.
3: What is your organizational system for those books? Um,
1: ooh, that's a good question. Uh, not not strong. <laughs> not, um, it, uh, it's. I think it's a. Uh, I think we've got a, a kids section and a uh, business section. I think that it, really that's about it. And okay, it's a hot all spot right. So
3: the ones that fit on the shelf is how we did this. All right, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. When when yeah, you staple enough, yeah. when you staple a couple of pieces of paper together, what is the a- orientation of the staple on that page? East, west, north, south, all angular. Right.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, is. You need to check on somebody if it's not the top left corner, if that's what
3: we're saying. Uh, obviously uh, that. But t- what's the what's the positioning of the staple, though?
1: Oh, um, you mean like how I'm holding the staple?
3: No, no. Is it horizontal or vertical or at a 45-degree oh, 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 angle? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Oh, horizontal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Horizontal oh, for horizontal. sure. also need to check on the vertical. Okay. Uh,
3: Other pathologies to follow. Okay, last thing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, I can't even read my handwriting. <laughs> This is killer. As my one of my problems is I, I have steadily gotten worse and worse handwriting and so uh oh no I know what it was we talked previously about how often you wash your jeans how often do you shower or bathe because this is I'm I'm a not every day Jake is a three times a day so we have a wide At range least. a At wide least. range yeah. of spectrum here uh DC I'm team
1: Jake then because I'm I'm
3: in I'm an over yeah over shower over shower, over shower multiple right? times
1: yeah okay. yeah I, um, that's nice to know about you, though. I, I can. No, I mean, you know, keep away. it in mind. Thanks
3: keep somebody. your distance. Do whatever you need. So, uh, good enough, I, I <laughs> Mayor. Mayor <D>. DC Reeves, <laughs> always a pleasure, sir. We'll talk to you again next week, sir. Thanks for the time.
1: All right,
3: thanks, Kathy. Seven fifty five here on News Radio ninety-two three. Before we go to commercial, Jake, why don't you give him one last traffic on the five, sir? Oh
4: man, how much time do we have? Um, okay, so the on ramp to I ten eastbound from Pine Forest Road is going to be congested this morning. Also where highway twenty nine merges onto I ten. There's an accident there as well. Cantonment. Highway twenty nine, the light at raceway is backed up. Uh, Highway 90 in Milton. There's a collision right in front of the McDonald's near Walmart. Um, that's a head-on collision. Uh, responders are on the scene. That's going to be down to one lane there. 98 backing up at the light at Avalon westbound. 98 eastbound in Winhaven backing up at the light at McDonald's a Parish. Uh, Burgess and Palafox right there at West Florida High School. That light is blinking, so please use caution because they're starting class any moment. Um, Now getting new reports, Airport Boulevard, North W Street. There's a crash with roadblock. That's a hit and run. Uh, Also, North Old Coryfield Road and Chiefs Way. The uh, roadway is blocked there as well. Whoo, uh traffic report is brought to you by Barberry Plumbing. When it's time to call a plumber, call the best of the bay winner, Barberry Plumbing, at 477-8782. Keep those traffic tips rolling in if you um, if you have anything, see anything slowing us down. 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
3: Thanks so much, Jake. If you got any kind of a plumbing, need a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet or turn on the faucet, you know, it shouldn't the plumbing shouldn't talk back to you. And if it does, that's bad. And if it stops, that's even worse because it didn't fix it. That's never how plumbing works. So, you got a water pressure issue, water temperature issue, whatever the case may be, Barberry Plumbing, they can help you fix it. 477 8782 for Barberry Plumbing.
9: Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. From our spectacular beaches to the miles of rivers and unspoiled forests, the Gulf Coast offers some of the best family adventure around. And the Subaru Crosstrek and Subaru Forester are the perfect family vehicles to explore every dune and unpaved trail in Northwest Florida. Both come standard with sure-footed symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you deep into the wild places you love. The Crosstrek is powered by a 182-horsepower Subaru boxer engine that adds plenty of go to any adventure, and the Forester boasts 9.2 inches of ground clearance to get you through every wilderness challenge. There's more than enough room for your gear and plenty of options to make the Crosstrek or Forester fit your lifestyle. In a Subaru, the destination is the journey, so grab the kids and the dog and follow your own path to adventure. Love is out there at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, on Online at AndersonSubaru.com
5: Anderson's got a Subaru for you.
9: Recent data from the FDIC reveals 53 top banks could soon collapse just like Silicon Valley Bank. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your savings today using a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To find out more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. So text SHELTER to the number 989898 and protect what's yours. Hi, I'm
8: Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 10.30 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law.
5: The Pensacola Expert
2: Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
0: Pensacola right now it's like headline news for radio every day four to seven on news radio 923. informative local dependable
7: could you go home please <laughs> and take these two theologians with you
3: I have yet again succeeded at the game of time management so well that <laughs> We have no time for our headlines with David Wayne, unless you've got a 10 second. Oh, go hit it.
8: Go ahead. Well, hey life expectancy in the U.S. is falling. According to new research published this week, life expectancy for men is at 73.2 years nearly six years shorter than women at 79.1 Listen on air at 92.3 95.3 and AM
0: 1620 News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Freeze Milton Pensacola (sighs) Ah
8: Pensacola has, re- now? <laughs> Pensacola has released their annual satisfaction survey, and we're going to have more on that right after this update from Fox News.